This podcast episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley's Organic Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Now, we all know that many olive oils are cut with seed oils or that they are rancid, and so it's not always easiest to find a quality and properly sourced olive oil. Yes, in case you didn't know, many store bought olive oils are diluted or blended, compromising both taste and quality, and may even cause rancidity. I'm really glad that Paleo Valley's extra virgin olive oil remains pure and unadulterated, sourced from a single organic valley in Greece. Paleo Valley ensures freshness and nutrient content by packaging their olive oil in dark glass bottles. At a certain point, I stopped using extra virgin olive oil, but once our practice started working with people with chronic inflammatory response syndrome or SIRS, we started recommending it for the reduction of TGF beta 1. It is an immune system marker that shows inflammation both for COVID 19, SIRS, and actually many other illnesses. So if your TGF beta 1 is high, you may want to try incorporating a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Make sure to check it out. It comes in a two pack package. And remember, All Paleo Valley products are guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Go to paleovalley.com slash nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Judy Cho, and I am board certified in holistic nutrition. I focus on getting to root cause, and oftentimes that starts with a meat only elimination diet to do some gut healing. So, today I just wanted to walk through what is chronic inflammatory response syndrome. I've been working with clients for several years now to get to root cause healing. A lot of people do not need to work with me and use a meat only elimination diet. To heal. And a lot of times, a lot of symptoms get better. People reverse their diabetes, their cholesterol gets better, their cardiovascular risks improve. But there are some people that just don't get better. They respond to different meats and some foods, including dairy and meats that are not grass fed, just make them feel unwell. I want to introduce this community. To chronic inflammatory response syndrome. Now, some of you may have heard of this syndrome, but I know that most of my clients have not. The thing about chronic inflammatory response syndrome is that if you have been focused on gut health or your hormones are imbalanced, sometimes it is more deeper and a deeper root cause than just the gut and just the adrenals alone. In this conversation, I want to share a little bit about Sears. As far as I understand it, so that you get a little bit of the lay of the land, so that if you feel that you fall into these symptoms, that maybe you can dig a little deeper and then figure out why meat alone is not helping you fully. Now, you'll find that it is not the carbohydrates that is lacking that is making us sick. In fact, the carbohydrates reduced can actually get you to closer. To root cause healing. So, chronic inflammatory response syndrome essentially, what happens is there is some type of biotoxin. And it's really hard to explain this. Dr. Shoemaker will go into a lot more detail of what can be a biotoxin, but simplistically, it could be from water damaged buildings, it could be from our water source, it could be a lime 
diagnosis, regardless of what a biotoxin is specifically, essentially you get exposed to something that you can't really see with your eyes, but your body is not happy about it. And so if you've ever been diagnosed with Lyme, with MS, leptin resistance, and even with mold, the susceptibility that you were exposed to biotoxins are much higher. What we want to take away from that is ever since that first exposure, if you've been constantly sick and unwell, and no matter what diet you follow, maybe a carnivore diet makes you feel a little better, but overall, you're not 100% better. I suggest looking into the chronic inflammatory response syndrome protocol. Okay, so the first thing you want to do, if you think you may have been exposed to some type of biotoxin, and again, In Dr. Shoemaker's interview with me, he says that 50% or more of buildings are water damaged, and most of us will have been exposed to biotoxins. I'll talk about the genetic haplotype in a second, but one thing you can do first is look at the symptom clusters, and I will share this PDF on a link that you can find down below. But if you have some of these symptoms, um, I highly recommend looking more into it. But if you have a lot of these symptoms, and I think you have to fit into six of the 13, you may have chronic inflammatory response syndrome. Then the next test that you can do is a vision test or what they call VCS testing. So there's something with the inflammation from this chronic inflammatory response that will then make it harder for you in your brain because I think it's the same part of the brain that will be able to delineate certain colors. So maybe it's like the lighter shades of blue, you won't be able to see it. And so that test, I think it's $15 on Dr. Shoemaker's site, but that test can also show if you passed or failed. And if you failed and then also have six of these 13 symptoms, then the likelihood of you suffering from chronic inflammatory response syndrome is over 90%. Now, I wanted to give you a very basic rundown about Sears and how it can even happen, but essentially you get affected by a biotoxin and we have two parts to our immune system. We have the innate immune system, which is a very simple and basic response syndrome. It just, it's non-specific, meaning that it just knows, okay, I need to have a fever so that we can fight whatever is going on. And eventually This frontline immune system will do a handoff to our more sophisticated adaptive immune response. And this is where we have the memory cells, the T cells, the B cells. These are the cells that are just more sophisticated and that can do more targeted things against pathogens. Now, I'm not going to get into too much of the mechanics, but basically what will happen is the innate immune system is not able to do the antigen handoff to the adaptive immune system. What ends up happening for certain people is that they're not able to do that handoff. So basically this side is constantly in a fight or flight of there's a fire, there's a lot of inflammation going on, and it can't give it off for the adaptive immune system to start putting out the fires. So what ends up happening for a certain population of people is that this part of the adaptive immune system is now constantly on. And that constant on is what then starts causing inflammation. And over time, it causes more inflammation in the brain. The hippocampus has most of our cortisol receptors. The thing is that it has most of our cortisol. So the hippocampus will be knocking on the HPA axis to make sure and produce more cortisol and to help reduce this inflammation. But 
what ends up happening is as the adaptive side cannot reduce everything that's going on, what ends up happening is the hippocampus becomes so inflamed because of all of the cortisol receptors that it starts first expanding and then it starts shrinking. And so in our interview with Dr. Shoemaker, you'll see that he talks about that a lot of the things that is going on with chronic inflammatory response syndrome patients is that there is a under functioning of things. There is a hypo functioning of things because there's a wide flame that then the hippocampus to protect itself starts shrinking down. So that's when you will see certain markers of proteomics start to decline or increase, but in ways that are the opposite of what would be optimal health. One marker that ends up getting decreased is melanocyte stimulating hormone. It is called MSH for short. What you really need to know about MSH is when the body starts being highly inflamed and then there's that decrease of shutting everything down. Well, one thing that happens is that MSH starts to drop. With people with Sears, the MSH is often found low. The issue with a low MSH is that it can then cause leaky gut. Dr. Shoemaker in our interview talks about how a low MSH can cause the tight junctions to be less optimal. So sometimes as much as I'm a gut health advocate, sometimes our gut health is not stemming from our gut, but it's because we have a low MSH from chronic inflammatory response syndrome. Now I'm not going to get into all the details because it gets very complex, but just understand that if you have six of the 13 symptoms, and then you also fail the VCS test, then you have more than a 90% chance you have Sears. You could do some of the blood testing. You could also do the genie testing that Dr. Shoemaker talked about. I've already had multiple clients take the Sears blood work from me, and they have tested positive for the gene. Some of the other markers like TGF beta one being really high, the MMP9 being high, the MSH being low. What's beautiful about Shoemaker's protocol is that it's a very seamless process to follow. So it will tell you where your MSH should look. It will tell you how your TGF beta one should look and what it all means. I want to talk a little bit about the haplotype um, that Dr. Shoemaker and I didn't get into too much detail. Essentially, 24% of the population or 40 million he says it's probably a underestimated amount, but we'll have this genetic haplotype. And when you have some of these haplotypes, your susceptibility to Sears may be different. We can all live under the same house and one person just gets sick more. And it could be because you have the genetic haplotype. The genetic haplotype can be easily tested through blood work. And again, I'll put some information in the show notes, but if you have the haplotype and then these markers are also imbalanced, like the, some of the ones I mentioned, and then some of the ones that Dr. Shoemaker talks about in our interview, then you know that there is an option to get better that is not just focused on the diet. Obviously, we need to lower our stressors. We need to eat a clean diet. He advocates for a low amylose diet because you want less insulin stimulation because insulin can be inflammatory. But sometimes the issue is coming from our immune system. And we need to work on that. As my clients are now starting the SIRS protocol, I wanted to share this information with you because if you are not getting well on no matter what diet you follow and you are following it consistently and you are just constantly fatigued, constantly having brain fog, just unwell, 
I highly recommend looking into the Sears protocol as it affects 24% of our population. And I wonder if in carnivore, it's a lot larger of the population. The beauty about carnivore in this whole thing is that there are certain parts of the process where you have to clean up your diet. Well, you don't have to, if you eat a carnivore diet, this is one of the beauties of a carnivore diet. It's that you can get to root cause healing as you eliminated all the toxins from your foods. You no longer have food as a reason why you are not getting better. So then what is it? This is another lever that you may want to consider. If you have really bad sinus congestions, I know there are people in our community. We think it's just oxalate dumping. I would look into the Marcon testing. It's figuring out if you have any staph infections in your nose that are highly antibiotic resistant. If you have that, I would highly also then consider testing for Sears. We don't talk about how toxins in our lifestyle can then affect us. And that one time getting affected by biotoxins now turns our immune system on. And now we are fighting our own immune system to get better. You can remove all the toxins in your food, your water, your clothing, but if the immune system is in a constant fight or flight state and then down-regulated, at a certain point, you have to work on healing that overstimulation and now under activity. The Sears protocol is something that you can use as a lever to possibly get there. The testing, the research, everything is very linear and it's pretty easy to follow. I wanted to share this information because I just had a population of clients that were not getting better, even when they healed their gut, even when their stool tests and uh, colonoscopy showed improvement, but they would get sick again. And it's what's going on. And the diet was still clean. There's always something that you can find that's a more root cause. And I hope that I always am able to provide that for you. I will always do more research and find more information to help one last person get to root cause healing. I hate that we always think that the answer is carbs, but in this situation, if you suffer from Sears and then you think that it's the meat only diet is wrecking you and you add carbs, well, now you're not going to know if the food is what is causing the toxicity when you are that much closer to getting to Sears and possibly healing your over excitatory immune response. I hope that the chronic inflammatory response syndrome and the shoemaker protocol will help you get to root cause healing. Not everyone will have this, but for some of my clients, this is a possible game changer. I'm excited for this new research, and I think it makes so much sense to couple this with a meat-only elimination diet. If you've ever been tested for Lyme, or if you've ever been tested for mold or MS or some type of autoimmune illness, I would highly recommend looking into Sears. There are a lot of misdiagnoses, and sometimes It may stem from having a Lyme infection or Lyme and some of its co-infections or even mold, but sometimes it's that the immune system has been triggered and now the goal is to turn the trigger off. Thanks for joining me today. Make sure to eat a lot of meat. Take care of your bodies because it is the only place you have to live. I will talk to you guys next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com slash groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and The Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.